The greater fool is actually an economic term. It's a patsy. Thanks for that. For the rest of us to profit, we need a greater fool. Someone who will buy long and sell short. Most people spend their lives trying not to be the greater fool. We toss him the hot potato. We die for his seat when the music stops. The greater fool is someone with the perfect blend of self-delusion and ego to think that he can succeed where others have failed. This whole country was made by greater fools. All right, here we are, Greater Fools, round four, if I'm not mistaken. My abacus has not led me astray. Uh, we are one man down. However, Chris and Adam, we are still going to crush it, regardless of Sam not being here. What is our topic today, Chris? You know, because he was there the first three episodes, I wasn't actually going to mention him in this episode, because it's like, oh, what if moving forward, Sam is never a part of the podcast and we'll just, you know, move on. But no, yep, there is a there is somebody missing here. Uh, and he's missing a good topic today because today we are talking about things that you have to teach your parents. So... <laughs> uh, you mean everything? <laughs> Where do we even start? Well, you know, they say it's kind of ironic because your parents are supposed to teach you about life. But uh, as we've figured out recently... Um, Actually, this topic came up. I was watching some of the highlights of the Congress's, uh, or I guess Mark Zuckerberg's congressional testimony uh, to the House Oversight Committee. And Are we calling those highlights or lowlights? Oh, they were highlights. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I enjoyed them. <laughs> so my favorite part, though, was uh, <laughs> the part where Senator Hatch from Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, Represent. <laughs> yeah. Represent. And, and in all fairness, we, we're talking about things you teach your parents, but it's kind of just things that you teach the older generation because Senator Hatch is like 80 years old and he looks it. But he's up there and he asks Mark Zuckerberg a couple of questions that were like on the highlight reel. And the first one was it's like, you said that you want to keep like Facebook free for a period of time. And <laughs> it's like, you, you want to keep Facebook free like for users. And Mark Zuckerberg's like, yeah, there there will always be a free version of Facebook for users, and uh, and Senator Hatch is like, well, that doesn't really seem like a sustainable business model, does it? He's like, so how do you how do you make money? And Mark Zuckerberg looks at him, kind of smiles a little, and says, we sell advertisements. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I'm Pretty good. There, I'm sitting there at work with my headphones on, and I laugh out loud, <laughs> and I probably look like an idiot <laughs> laughing at my computer. Oh, that's fun. I saw that, and I don't know if I laughed or if I was just too depressed <laughs> that that kind of question <laughs> was asked. Well, th there's a saying that goes, if you live long enough, you don't know whether to laugh or cry. And in this case, you know, Senator Hatch made us laugh. So that's good. <laughs> we sell advertisements. Have you actually been on Facebook? That's so sad. You would... Well, and it's not like Facebook is doing this revolutionary thing. Literally every website in the world <laughs> has ads. <laughs> like, that's a, <laughs> I don't know what what he was thinking. You can see pop-up ads anywhere. It's like, uh, dude, it's... have you been on the internet? 
<laughs> it's crazy. So we're going to break this episode up into like three primary questions. And, and I told the boys that they needed to, pre- uh, to prepare uh, just like some, I don't know, some fun topics for these questions or just stories even. I know Michael has a fun Facebook story about his grandma, which is just hilarious. Uh, hopefully he remembers it. Uh, I got a lot <laughs> with good old, I won't say her. She's my favorite grandma. I've got two of them. Okay. <laughs> so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so In case one of them's listening. Uh, yeah. the, first, the first section is going to be about technology, like hardware or software, uh, and that, like, you know, the older generations are late to the game on. The uh, the second <laughs> second topic is gonna be yeah we'll I just edit that out <laughs> that was <laughs> yep that was good it's a Bud Light for anyone oh jeez I <laughs> know Coors Light's upstairs uh so the thing <laughs> the second topic is gonna be things that are now culturally taboo that didn't necessarily used to be and the third topic is gonna be kind of a miscellaneous like new things or new ideas that are out there that you have to kind of explain to your parents like oh this is what this is and this is how this works. Um, so, it, uh, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this over to Michael to start off the technology portion of our show. Uh, so Michael, why don't, why don't you throw in, uh, the, the best Facebook post that your grandma has ever posted to the interwebs? Well, you know, she is not one to post often, but when she does, <laughs> she makes it count. And it turns out that she is either guilty of vague booking or she just posted her password for Facebook <laughs> on her wall. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was the latter. Oh, my God. And I'll tell you what, I know her password for pretty much everything. That <laughs> <laughs> Along with her six friends. <laughs> Did you do a test run on that password, see what you could log into? It's puppy two three for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't tell if it's capitalized or not. You'll have to try it out. <laughs> um, oh, but she she's adorable. Okay, so we're laughing at her. <laughs> we're laughing at her right now, but uh, <laughs> so the reason that this is like so true to heart for like what this episode is about is like this happened to me ten years ago when Facebook had like just come out. I had it on my phone, and back then the phone's 3G was like balls slow. But the Facebook app had... Big old balls slow. The search bar just above the post bar. So you'd go in there, and you'd click, like, you know, type in your post, and then you can, like, post it. Or, like, you could, you know, search for things up top. So there was a girl at the time that I (laughs) had, like, liked. And I went and I typed in her name, and I clicked enter. (laughs) <laughs> that is the greatest thing. Her name to <laughs> <wall>. <laughs> Please tell me it tagged her in it. No, it didn't. This was this is actually before like tagging became a real thing. Dude, I remember my first post. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's not over though. I know. The phone didn't have a delete post button. Like you couldn't delete Excellent. the post. So I was just like, what the fuck? I have to find a computer. <laughs> like, oh, oh dear Jesus, I gotta find a computer to delete this. Wait, how so how early on was that then? If it was before they had a delete option, cause that it was just on the phone app. It was like I was working off of like not an iPhone even. I was on a like a one of the early Android touchscreens. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Boy. The good old days. <laughs> That was a nightmare. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Mike? <laughs> um, 
I mean, it doesn't matter. That's that's just hilarious. Like we've all kind of been there when we're learning a new technology, but I think especially for parents or for grandparents when they haven't grown up with it at all, it's just it's completely foreign. And so the learning curve is even like bigger than ours would be. Like so you posted a girl's name, at least it wasn't your password to like everything. everything. <laughs> so that's true. That's, and that's pretty ideal. That is something you had to teach your grandma. <laughs> uh and actually like on the Facebook side of things too, like you I guess the older generation may not realize this, but it's not like Twitter necessarily where like people are just going to retweet it and it's going to get sent over like like the world over. Like if nobody's resharing your like post, which is kind of rare that it happens, like it's not expanding further than this like silo that you are in like a bubble. So something that I have to teach my like dad is like, dad, I know this is what you think politically but you know like this isn't like you're you're just telling it to people that think the same things that you think like it's not like preaching this, to the choir this isn't actually getting yes yeah, preaching preaching to the choir and i realized that you don't really preach to a choir you, you preach to a quorum but whatever it doesn't you know it doesn't matter <laughs> that i saw I've that in a movie that recently uh but yeah you're, you're totally right though i yeah i have to tell him like hey this is actually not how that works and uh, you're not really doing anything other than making your close friends think that you're quite aggressive about emails. <laughs> I um, I mean, I have obviously similar experiences to, to everybody with my grandparents and parents and everything. Uh, and I'll share some funny stories. But kind of on the flip side of that, uh, which you wouldn't expect to be the truth, my grandmother is leagues better than i am at using emojis like her emoji game is straight fire and i don't it's it's she's faster she like has emojis saved she like knows which ones to use at the appropriate times can you can you give me an example because i love that number one and number two can i teach my grandma <laughs> to step up her emoji well, game? here's the thing i did not teach her this so and i teach her literally everything technology wise i do everything on her phone when she got an iphone i taught her how everything on it when she got um her computer i like set it up for her but then all of a sudden out of the blue she's texting me emojis left and right and it's not a random collection of emojis like they actually work in the context <laughs> of the text it's hilarious it's, she's better than i am truthfully I mean, you guys know me. I don't really send out emojis. Does, does her name rhyme with Bredna? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nobody knows what name that is. <laughs> that is her name. That's uh, really cool, man. Well, that rhymes with her name. Yeah. Um, Cryptic. But anyway, I just I just want to throw that out. That that's it, amazing. Yeah. Honestly, you you've kind of got like the. I don't know. Your family's got kind of a technical background, so no, she she like, is not uh, technically savvy at no. all. Like I have, I teach her things all the time, and she's always coming to me with questions. But this is just one instance of uh, her Do when she's really good at it. Like she read Malcolm Gladwell's book, you know, and about like ten thousand hours. There's and a chance, and but she's I'm like, going to say know, it's about a zero percent got, chance. Like there's one thing I really want to step up, and it's my emoji game. Yeah. I don't think that that happened, oh, but I'm not like, gonna gosh, say. I have to teach these millennials everything. <laughs> I know <laughs> he doesn't even know how to use emojis. I, I think know. they created that. <laughs> it's true. 
it's right. true. So, okay, back to like teaching our parents things. Mm. <laughs> the older generation. Yeah, we've been things. ragging on grandparents. I guess we should really focus on the people who ruined our lives. <laughs> 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 oh. Just kidding. We had good parents. Your life yeah, is sure literally ruined. all of us have just phenomenally easy lives. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it, there's got to be other like technology things. I mean. Teaching your parents how to use software can be like <sighs> pulling teeth for sure. Like I yeah. remember the first time I taught my dad like what a cloud store like uh, storage space was. Like I, I showed him how to use something called SugarSync, and he's like, "Wait, so like I don't have to download everything from my current computer to my new computer?" <laughs> like, like wow, that's actually worth paying each month <laughs> for storing these pictures that nobody gives a shit about right except for our family of course you know well, they, we love that but the the concept of the cloud is i think at first really tough to grasp um i literally explain that to people <laughs> for a living <laughs> like, oh i bet yeah i'm sure you do well it was worse before i like got onto the like the accounts that i'm on now but before that i was explaining like constantly they were like what so what does it mean like cloud-based and it was like oh uh, so cloud-based means that it's stored on like multiple different servers in you know uh, on our aws platform amazon web services and they're like what's a server in different <laughs> regions like server is just like a hard drive your computer has a hard drive what's a hard drive <laughs> <laughs> and i uh, i stopped there and yeah. i say well, this sale's not going anywhere <laughs> if you don't know <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've come across something like that, right? Uh, no, not quite that bad. Uh, most of the people that we talk to are like... I guess that's know. true, if they're in the market for the software that you're using. Yeah, exactly. But still, I mean, you have to explain like why, what the benefits of being cloud-based are. It's it's hard. It's like did, really hard. Did you guys teach your parentals how to text at any point? Oh, yeah. Did you like go through... I've taught my mom like how to how use... To, to, Every phone she's ever had. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. So, literally, do, every do they do they now text you on the regular? Oh yeah, they text more than they call now. Do you think it's a double-edged sword teaching them technology because now they have they're able to like keep track of our lives even more than like before? See, but before they were and just now... calling me, so <laughs> the texting is actually a lot better than the calling. But now they have, because they have access on Facebook, they maybe have access on Instagram, they have a lot of different ways to see Pro what tip. we're up to. Don't up be to. friends with your parents on Facebook. Do you think that it's kind of like a double-edged sword? Like, yes, I want to stay connected, but like, how connected do I want to be? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've connected with my parents on most platforms, but I guess you could like limit the amount of technology that they that they know just be like just because you're teaching them. Yeah. So you're you're essentially like you're their technological god. <laughs> you give or take. You know how they say 100%. that parents are like like the god for their children. <laughs> like they literally show them everything that they uh, I guess are allowed to see or yeah. be exposed to. So technically now <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, back on the I mean, you brought up texting. Yeah, how you were teaching your parents to text. My parents don't text me that often. Yeah. So it's not like I'm being bombarded by texts and it's annoying or anything. Yeah. But 
don't get into a group chat with your grandma or your parents. That Preach. will never end. 100, 100% <laughs> Preach. I don't know if you've ever been apart, but it's just like uh, everybody yes. responds with the dumbest little thing and it just never ends. You, nobody no, knows you, when to say when. And they always send you like, oh, happy birthday to the group instead of like <sighs> to one thing. And that's oh just my gosh. It's a freaking waterfall. Dude, my grandpa once sent me 17 photos of deer. <laughs> on like a Wednesday he's like hey we're having a beautiful day out on the patio um, here are a couple pictures of you and a girl I used to date um, plus 17 pictures of deer that's funny and they're like this one's named Bambi this one's named so and so and what have you done with those pictures can we see them can we give them to our, our avid listeners you know they were taking up a lot of space on the cloud, so <laughs> I had to I had to delete them <laughs> off of my phone. Oh God! Yeah. So, <laughs> so does there anybody have any other uh, <laughs> like? No, I think I've ragged on my. I know I feel bad. My parents. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about to get worse. Yes, it so. is. On to phase two. All right. So phase two, we're talking about things that were culturally acceptable before <laughs> that are now very taboo. Well, there's the obvious one. Which one? Uh, <laughs> being racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I have some wait, stories. Wait. <laughs> is that is that not cool anymore? I mean, <laughs> depends on what circles you're a part of. Somebody should tell Sam because <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's studying for finals and he is just dropping inwards, left and right. He's not here to defend himself. It's because like he has less, you know, control over what he's saying because he's so <laughs> tired from studying, and so he'll just left and right oh like, the best is that he's not here to <laughs> dispute any of this dude it's stuff. terrible the shame is the listeners will believe you mike i know they they it's don't terrible. know sam well enough <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah all of the listeners keto <laughs> that's what happens if you don't do the show and you're on it like we just have to rack on you in yeah. order yeah. yeah thank god i have the technology at my house <laughs> we didn't force him to go to med school and study for finals Jeez, he should be here right now as ron weasley would say he needs to sort out his priorities. All right, so I have a I have a good one uh, a good one of these stories <laughs> to bring us back, Michael. Tangent. <laughs> so, Redirect. So, uh, my buddy Nick he used to be one of my roommates. He uh, his grandma's actually from Northern Italy. Now, if there's something that you have not learned about Northern Italians, is that they are real racist about southern italians who mm-hmm. are just slightly more fair-skinned <laughs> I mean, or the northern the italians other, are slightly yeah. more fair-skinned than southern italians anyways his mother or his grandmother comes to like visit him and is just dropping like the n-word left and right about southern italians and he's like grandma no grandma you can't say that <laughs> like grandma, we're in public grandma stop saying the n-word <laughs> is this with an italian accent no. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I think not she only is that now. not <laughs> applicable. That's just—I mean, no, obviously racist, but <laughs> for like Italians that are just slightly tanner skin. <laughs> yeah, just I know. I know. It's it's just like me, but after July. It's like, like you. <laughs> it's like me calling someone from Los Angeles. <laughs> it's like oh, you Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> you and Dude. Holy crap, that's so Ooh. bad. <laughs> so this is slightly related. Um. At what age is it then acceptable to like s- like let the racist thing slip a little bit? 
Uh, what <laughs> what age? Uh, so you you know what I'm saying like your grandparents sometimes they'll say something that's like a little bit racist and you kind of go oh grandma oh that's just grandma like what point is it like grandma versus like oh that's just how Nana uh, does it. I think it. that number is uh, steadily decreasing. When uh, when when do they stop going out in public? <laughs> About. 65 right when medicare kicks in (laughs) no i think when they're like 85 and they're in a nursing home and that's the only people they're exposed to that's probably when it's just like well we we don't have time to fix this valid valid anyways yeah so (laughs) i have a couple i have another story about uh somebody that you you both know uh, oh, so her, 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 her mother, uh, so her mother was telling a story about how they were driving through southern Utah to get to Durango. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> the beer's really hitting me hard. <laughs> Tell you what, biochemically, <laughs> Bud Light does not settle well with anybody. It doesn't, it really doesn't. <laughs> so they were driving down southern, uh, like through southern Utah to get to Durango, Colorado, and, uh, and they were passing this Indian reservation, and she's like, uh, "Roger, do you have your?" They stopped at a gas station, and they're like, "Roger, do you have your gun?" And he's like, "Yes." And he's like, "She's like, keep it close, and and don't leave me around here." She's like, "The people around here make me nervous." He's like, "What people?" And she's like, "You know, the Indians or the Native Americans," and and uh, the person that we both know is like, uh. Mom, that's racist. And she's like, I called them Native Americans. And she's like, that's not why it's racist. <laughs> she, she thought because she called them Native Americans that's and not funny. Indians that it was okay to be nervous around them. <laughs> but instead. Oh, man, that's fun. <laughs> See, and it's kind of, unfortunately, like kind of like, funny and adorable it's hilarious and also like it's really bad because it's not even unconscious racism (laughs) it's just racism like she knows she's afraid of that type of people yeah even though she's never had a bad experience with them (laughs) right yeah yeah it's pretty oh gosh and like hearing my mom my mom (laughs) like when we were in new orleans like maybe 10 years ago she was like oh it's really dark around here Oh my like, god. Oh, Sherry. Doesn't that just hurt? Oh, you just like Oh, It's my mother. I have one mother. <laughs> That's good. That makes one of us. I'm from Utah for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to polygamy. Am I wrong? Shout out. Not to mention Scientology's making a wave. So you're going to have polygamous Scientologists just running amok. Yeah, isn't there that uh, big yeah, Scientology 100%. center downtown? Yep. Man, Utah's a change in place. For the better. I just said changing. <laughs> <laughs> Times they are changing. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. of So the the racism one is just super prevalent. and Unf- I, Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, and it's not like my mom grew up in like a, I don't know, predominantly um, like Caucasian area. She was actually like born and raised in Southern California, which I, I don't know. I... I don't know why that didn't get kind of weeded out the last generation, but yeah. I'm really hoping that it does this one. Not just a side note. Well, I think it is. The fact that you cringe every time your parents say something like that means that it doesn't really <laughs> translate to the younger generation. Um. Yeah, let's see. Are, are there other 
like cultural things that uh like that we see besides like racism racism is just like very prevalent so like it's kind of a an easy call but i don't know uh culturally taboo things now that didn't used to be oh um actually this one's wildly recent so and to to pull it back in 2008 Barack Obama ran on an anti-gay marriage platform, which is crazy to me. Like, that was, I don't know, nine years ago? Ten years yep. ago? Yep. Ten years ago, and he ran on that platform, which, like, blows my mind, right? Because the second time he ran, he ran mm-hmm. as, like, you know, equality yeah. or, I guess, marriage equality. But That's actually pretty shocking. I know. And he was the liberal candidate at the time. Yeah. So, but that's something that has changed, like, just a lot very very recently and some something that i never expected utah to be the first or one of like the top 10 states to allow uh, for gay marriage just via the federal court but like what do we think like actually caused that change itself do we think it was like anything particular do you think it's like an accumulation of things do you think it's just like epitome of evolving culture i have a question do you think that uh social media uh makes things like gay marriage uh does it does it change people's minds quicker i mean it has to right? just to get the more exposure and get out there and get get it on people's minds more than it would be otherwise i don't know do you think do you think that helps or do you think that slows it down or do you think it's just the same as it would be without social media no, it's way faster like what that's that's definitely undisputable but it doesn't it doesn't usually turn the tides that drastically that quickly like yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I well, social media, media is all new. This is all new. Two thousand two thousand eight. Yeah, no, I was, was. I was still in high school. There was no uh, Facebook and Twitter. wasn't really doing anything back then. I mean, they existed, but barely. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't know. You know, I think that brings us back to Mr. Malcolm, Sir Malcolm Gladwell. I don't think he's sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he may be knighted at this he point. He may be knighted. Nobody <laughs> knows. He's, he's American. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, I, like there's like that tipping point, right? Maybe in 2008 we were close to the tipping point, but somewhere in that time, uh, it wasn't that like there was more like hate crimes or anything like that. Um, but things just started like kind of tipping over that edge where you're like, okay, well, like you have more and more people that feel comfortable coming out because of social media, perhaps they have like a community that they can go to for support. So when they do actually like, you know, come out as a homosexual, they can actually, I don't know, go to people that think the same way that they think, or just some like same minded individuals, which Maybe that just increased the number of people that we all knew as like a culture were actually homosexual, and so I guess it's a domino effect. Yeah, because we knew about them. Yeah. We're like, oh, why, why the hell wouldn't one of my close friends be able to get married to, per- to the person that they love? And like all of the arguments against it were like, oh, well, once you open that door, it's like people are gonna marry their dogs. It's like, fuck, you sound so ignorant right now. Yeah, if you can marry someone of the same sex, like. People are just going to start being come, become attracted to God knows what. Well, and I think it's just a trend that's going to continue, too. Like, I just think w- in other fields like transgender and the legalization of marijuana and everything, I think that those are all just going to happen faster, faster and faster. Yeah. 
That's uh, I mean that's that's a cool one though because it's not something necessarily that we're teaching our parents, but it is something that changed in our generation since we've been alive. And a big part of it was because of what happened and like I think I don't know using uh, this like social media platform we have been able to teach the older generations that like yes, you do actually need to accept a different part of the culture. I don't know. That's maybe a stretch, but I I agree with that. Yeah. Which makes me really happy because <laughs> like soon we're going to be able to smoke weed without breaking the law. <laughs> well, when is soon? Utah, Utah, that's We can only that. knock on wood. <laughs> why can we just make it legal. Why can we be one of the first to legalize gay marriage but probably of the last for marijuana? So uh marijuana is definitely weed, uh, weed is a weird a weird a weird one. Yeah, weed's a drug too. And usually the courts don't make decisions on like what drugs should be illegal. And in fact, like, you know, a lot of places will just have the legislators do it, but places like California actually have the voters decide like the based on like referendums or whatever they call them. Um whereas gay marriage was actually decided in like the federal court in Utah. Sure. Or was it like the district court of appeals or it was some it was like one of the Right, it wasn't voted upon by the public. Exactly. It, I think it was actually one of the state court... It was the Utah State Court of Appeals that actually determined that, yes, they did have the right to marry. And and our mayor actually performed the first like legal ceremony in Utah, which was really cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Drugs will... Uh, marijuana will take a little bit longer. And there's also, like, <coughs> the, the different pronouns that are supposedly... You know, you have to abide by now that are kind of culturally like the norm. You know what I'm saying? Like for beyond just like him or her. Oh, yeah. Like all the different like is it like Zed? I I honestly I don't know of all. But that's that's relatively new, I think. Yeah. And I think I don't know. I, I always lean towards like giving people the benefit of the doubt. But if I know something is like you know should be one way or another i usually try to help people yeah. and using the correct terminology including my mother <coughs> parents <laughs> <laughs> just mother <laughs> um i don't know though I, I mean the nice thing is, is that like she's a very like my mom's a very loving person so she's super open to learning that type of stuff and whenever she makes stupid like just comments of that might sound slightly racist like it's it's one of those things where you just you know, I kind of like laugh it off and, and, you know, like I correct her, but then I'm not like upset at her ever. I just say, you know, like, let's, uh, <laughs> uh probably let's, don't do that. <laughs> let's talk about yeah. something else. I know. Yeah. yeah. Not that all my social cues are perfect. I mean, it, I mean, they're not, they're not like as good as Keto's, you know, <laughs> like he walks, he walks into a room and, you know, sees a friend and then we're connecting with an old high school buddy and, he immediately just goes, "Oh, didn't you? <laughs> didn't you date? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, he knew what oh. he was doing. <laughs> yeah, but he does that on purpose. <laughs> that was like that was super casual. <laughs> keto being keto. Yeah, uh, it really was. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but right. yeah, but like you said about your mom, it's like it's it's not like she's trying to be malicious or anything it's just how you grow up it's how you're raised and it's just things were different back in the day and it's hard to retrain your brain to think differently yeah 100 percent. in fact like i'm sure there are things that i do now that 
like future generations are going to look at and be like, why the hell did we do that? Oh, for sure. That could be a, a whole other podcast episode of like talking about. You recorded your own voices? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just always recording, right? Like that's just a thing that's attached to you. It's like biologically just put into your body. No, I think that could be a really funny uh, episode, though, where we talk about, like, oh, like, in a hundred years, what are they going to look back on <laughs> and be like, what the shit? <laughs> like, they ate meat? <laughs> they ate I know, right? Other right. living animals? <laughs> they had cows that were just, l- like, out on a pasture? <laughs> that right. shit needs to be in a building, stacked, <laughs> like, just biochemically, bioengineered. Like, what are they They burned doing? what in their cars? <laughs> uh, Michael took that as a much different turn. Uh, the last portion of the the podcast today is going to be about uh like just kind of miscellaneous things uh first thing that comes to my mind when we're talking about um miscellaneous like topics for us teaching our parents about them uh is going to be bitcoin actually uh that that kind of brought me into the idea of holy shit like this christmas you know i like i sat around and explained what bitcoin was to like 10 people (laughs) And it was painful, really painful to explain. Um, and I'm not going to do it again because I know you jackasses are going to put me on the spot. <laughs> but no, but you uh, you did that during Christmas. What is blockchain? <laughs> yeah, I did. It was bad. We uh, we had a similar Christmas Eve, because <laughs> my brother absolutely loves cryptocurrency right now, <laughs> and he was like, he was giving away for like white elephant gifts. He's like, okay, I'll give you either this gift card for you know. $25 to Apple or whatever. Or you can take, I will put $25 worth of cryptocurrency in your name. And that is up to you. And then, like, there was this whole breakdown of $25 of crypto. I would have taken the 25 in crypto. That I could give a shit less about iTunes. I mean, thank you, Keto, for that generous gift card <laughs> when I went through that emergency surgery. <laughs> but uh, it was, yeah, it was a similar Christmas where. There were the older generations who were learning about crypto in a similar way where just they had no idea what this blockchain thing was. And it was it was kind of fun just to have like three generations of people, well, four because my niece was there, but having my grandparents and also like uncles and mom and stuff. Could you see the like learning curve, like how fast each person learned about it like based on i don't know i imagine it's like a parabola like a bell-shaped curve where it's like the younger ones have no idea it's like oh they get it they get it they get a lot more and then it's like you go through this oh everybody from this age to this age gets it and then it starts going down the older the people get in the room well and you can tell as you like you're describing it to them like whether or not they actually like my my grandma bless her heart has like a really bad like i get it poker face like like the vacant, like, oh, and then just like back to her wine. <laughs> yeah, she's not fooling anybody with that face. <laughs> she's not at all. Anyways, uh, yeah, blockchain and crypto is, I mean, it's back on the rise right now, which is pretty cool. It had a huge dip for a while. and That it did. Um, finally back. You know, I think a part of it was that, like, it just lost hype. And when people started realizing it wasn't in the news every day, they were like, I should probably pull my money out of this, and yeah. uh, and now it's kind of back in the hype again since Goldman Sachs just opened up their first like crypto office on Wall Street. True. So I mean, 
I could see it like growing a little bit again, like steadily and in the long term, it could definitely come back like strong, but I, it's just not going to be explosive. Like it was, that was a, a fluke in the market. It was just people freaking out about it. But, um, that's, know, that's also something that you have to there were explain to your, uh, your relatives after they bought Bitcoin on Christmas <laughs> and it went down um, <laughs> and they're like, why this sucks. <laughs> There's also talk, I mean, NASDAQ said as soon as it's like a more reliable source, it'll be, um, it potentially could be traded publicly. Yeah, but NASDAQ says that, and then, uh, I mean, there's been so much fraud involved in cryptocurrencies for being such a young, like, investment opportunity. That, like, it, it does make you think, okay, shit, like, I'm investing all this money in Coinbase, which wasn't even an app three months ago. Yeah. And now I'm giving them like, you know, 10 grand to invest money. But it's, it's nerve wracking uh, for sure. Hasn't there been a lot of fraud for just money? Oh, oh fucking. Yeah. Every investment. But you're you just saying like, like for the big, like the beginning of it being a currency. A year. Like it's a, in a, a whole lot. year. Like the first year of its currency. Yeah. Like state. And I, I don't even know if I would call it a complete currency at this point because you can't purchase like anything yeah and there isn't i mean i guess there is always an exchange rate um i don't know not a major currency we'll call it yeah Yeah, (laughs) it's it's definitely the the wild west right now not accepted at most vendors crypto is pretty crazy (laughs) yeah it is it is really crazy um yeah what are some other miscellaneous things i'm trying to think when we were kind of talking before the episode um just like teaching our parents things i don't know it's it's a tough topic my mom doesn't get all the acronyms that the young (laughs) youths use these days youths (laughs) i feel like everything's an acronym yeah and you used v the earlier today even though it's just us you jackass yeah (laughs) what do you mean even though it's just like oh you're v uh, or that was v good yeah (laughs) it's like just say very man we're not (laughs) texting it's not <laughs> <laughs> that you're showing your age, Chris. It's shorter, you're right. You're it's showing your age. Totally shorter. I I'm messing up. You're not what the youths are doing. I know the youths. I I guess I'm, but I can't possibly be on the back end of the bell curve at this point. Well, you, <laughs> you are in terms know, of abbreviations. I don't think I'm at the front of it, but uh, son of a gun, and that's all the time we have. <laughs> Thanks for being on. Yeah, my laundry machine just went off. <laughs> yeah, we can't turn that noise off, by the way. <laughs> We've tried. <laughs> um, it's, it's yeah, maybe thing. I am on the, the bell end of the curve. I could er- turn that noise off for you. It's okay. We we don't care. Now. Okay. Just in case, <laughs> just if you cared. <laughs> if anyone's listening, we're taking callers right now for people that know how to. Do we have that technology? I think we have a clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We do not. Yeah. I don't know. Also, like. Something that is really difficult uh, with, like, my dad or anybody really is, like, they'll take a statistic that's said in the news and they will, like, say, oh, my gosh, this statistic is, like, crazy. But as everybody knows, uh, statistics are like assholes. Everybody has them and they're more flexible than you would think they were. Um, just <laughs> that's a new one on me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been waiting to use that. <laughs> no, but okay, so uh, tell me as, how you know about that. As an example of these statistics uh, being <laughs> flexible, 
you you hear like all of these crime stats that come out right now but something that you don't like actually see reported in the news is that crime is actually at an all-time low like by population and in fact people are freaking out about school shootings and and don't get me wrong it's it's fucking awful but actually school shootings are at like an all-time like a 30-year low it's crazy. Uh, that goes back to the whole social media topic that I was that I brought up earlier. That's because so it, true. Because as soon as it happens, like it's gonna be everybody on the news. knows about it. Everybody's yeah. tweeting about it, and yeah. you just all you hear about. And then you just assume like it's happening. Even everywhere. Even, even ten years ago, you wouldn't have heard. I mean, maybe yeah. you'd re- you'd read in the newspaper the next day, but like you wouldn't get bombarded by it the way you do today and it's just not on it wasn't on people's minds like it is now even though like chris said the numbers are actually lower it's so true like if you think about the way that we like consume information now compared to in the past like in the past you were waiting on written word that came out and so they were i guess the way that people you know pre-internet or pre-phones really even um the way that they consumed information was like they would like however quickly something could be printed and mass distributed and then like after that it was like okay well now phones and you know like newspapers mass print was like the next day like the next morning you could know about everything in the world and everybody would be talking about it on the phone if you hadn't read it and then like come the invention of the tv now the nightly news or the radio even the nightly news is going to tell you everything in the world that like is is major news and now, like, at our fingertips, we have a supercomputer that can tell us, like, literally what happened a minute ago, less than a minute ago, even. Like, we're down to the seconds in our updates. Like, your phone's going to ding you when there's, like, a major news story. And uh, another thing that goes kind of looping this back to the older generation thing, um, I don't know the statistic, but it turns out it doesn't matter because that's flexible anyway. Thanks, Chris. Uh, um but i don't anyway i don't know the numbers but i'm pretty sure that the older generations aren't as good at differentiating fake news from real news um i'd I'd agree and they bought into like a lot of those articles on facebook and i I mean really anywhere oh totally they were getting clicked on way more by the older generation so it's just another thing we got to teach to bring that full circle actually like Zuckerberg in his testimony, another one of the highlights uh, or lowlights, was that um, like he felt responsible for a lot of what happened in the past election, including like the fake news. Like, he they, totally should. I, I, what do you think about that? Do you think that was his fault? Well, him regulating like fake news stories that are you know produced and then people like up like share it more and then they like it more and when it gets liked more it gets shared. Or it like pops up on people's feeds higher, and then it becomes trending, and then it's and it does become trending. And I'm not talking about like the data, like or security issues at this point. I'm just talking about like the fake news stuff. Right, that's what I'm talking about too. Yeah. But I'm saying this is, I mean, this is a touchy subject. Do you think that Zuckerberg or Facebook should have the power to take posts down that are fake news, like? Freedom of speech is a whole big thing. I think that they have the power. I don't think that our government should regulate it. Um, in my in my mind, it's not that I don't think the government would make good regulations in that sense. Um, but would you be fine if Facebook didn't pr- like took took active steps 
to deep promoting fake news. Well, the the issue that I would take it to is that then the government gets to decide what's fake news. It was just like the the old I don't know this in, this brings me back like when I was in constitutional law, there was actually a court case that made pornography illegal, and that court case like in the actual description of the um, like the decision. They said it wasn't like, oh, this is what denotes pornography. It was, we'll know it when we see it. And so in my mind, it was just a bunch of Supreme Court justices watching porn and being like, yep, porn. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, it like comes back to that. like We can't mm, force like the government to literally put their hands in every type of media outlet and say... But where does the government come into play here? I'm just talking about Facebook. That was the whole point of the congressional hearings is that like Facebook is very, very loosely regulated. In fact, there's like I know, no but I'm saying I'm saying there's no I'm saying without a government regulation. I'm saying say there's no government regulation, but Facebook takes it upon themselves. I think as users, we have to force Facebook to do that. We can't just assume that Facebook should, even though they should. We, we like companies, so you d- companies don't do things because they should. They do things that makes them money. And like a big issue and why we do create regulations is because sometimes things that should happen are not the things that make companies money. Like a company oh, for sure. would like to be a monopoly, but for sure like that makes them more, the most money, but we don't want that to happen. But for us, it's a decision to use Facebook. So we have to push to Facebook to stop allowing that type of media to yeah. hit our like. So say you are Facebook and you are looking to start creating these regulations. Like what, obviously you would create some kind of algorithm that like filters out fake news, but if you were to speculate, like how would you actually go about doing that? I, uh, I, I don't know, I'm not a, like I'm not talking I'm not about, that smart. like two sources confirming the same thing independently. I mean, that's like what. Well, that's all AI stuff. Like I don't know how to answer that question. Well, I mean, yeah, shit. I, I honestly don't know. And maybe me sitting in that congressional hearing, I would have been as ignorant as Senator Hatch saying, like, how do you regulate <laughs> how do you, fake news? How, how do, do you, you know which one's fake and which one isn't? Because I use you as my news source. <laughs> yeah. How do I make? How do you make money? Well, <laughs> well uh, advertisements and we sell data. Actually, well, they've never sold data. He, he made a, that really clear. But got they, a piggy bank and. But they do like take data from third parties, and the breaches are where third parties are actually taking data from Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, that's a really, really hard question for Mark Zuckerberg to answer. Not, not for me. I, I can't. I don't. He's got a lot of responsibility. Yeah, I don't think he realized that he had that much responsibility when he was creating an app to get back at a girl <laughs> i know dude isn't that crazy how you can find yourself in a situation like that wasn't it called like face smash or something originally <laughs> no the facebook or <laughs> well no like no the, i think you're right like something before like that. he oh. did facebook the it one w- that was just <laughs> it was like a hot or not app <laughs> yeah it was called like face smash <laughs> and here we are now he's Having people like Orrin Hatch ask him about, like, how do you monetize? But that's what I'm saying. Like, politicians, they, like, run for office. They know what they're getting into. <laughs> I don't think Zuckerberg planned on this. Zuckerberg just kind of, like, grew this behemoth. But he didn't have to of, continue of, to maintain control of the company, right? Yeah. 
he could have easily stepped down or handed the CEO position to somebody else and just maintained his position on the board of chair yeah. or as like a chairman on the board and um like and also, you know, owner. Yeah. It's true. That was interesting. Yeah. I yeah, this is that that's a really tough one to to dig deep into and I'm not sure yeah. how we quite got to that point in the conversation, but I don't know. I really like having that conversation and I'm glad that he did testify to Congress because I it is good to have him explain like what they're doing with data as well. Like, you know, what you are actually able to um I don't know. Uh, just understanding like what he's doing to protect you as a user. Um, that was kind of nice that he actually had to answer or he didn't have to, but he did answer those, those questions. Yeah. They're big questions for yeah. sure. It's funny that he testified to our Congress and then he just like flew a big middle finger to <laughs> the EU. <laughs> no, I think, the I, th- I think they're going to get him. I don't think they'll be able to question him. You don't think so? No, he's not. I mean, he's not, breaking international laws and individual citizen it's a company right so what can the eu do to regulate the company they can regulate the internet and when they regulate the internet what are they regulating they're regulating free speech which is you know believe it or not the eu actually (laughs) slightly against the constitution as far as we know at this point oh yeah the u.s would never extradite like (laughs) mark zuckerberg to the eu to stand trial for data breaches and facebook that for is that is the beginning of the end yeah holy um, shit although there is a lot of a lot uh, going on in the um it's actually gdpr which is Gross. general data protection regulations something <sighs> like that but we've been dealing with it at work and like all of our european or all of our companies that do business in europe like all of the regulations uh, have to do with like keeping and storing data securely in like a server base in the EU, and it's it's wildly complex and and it's become quite the issue for like doing business with in the EU as an internet company yeah. or a software. I mean, cybersecurity and just online security is going to become yeah that's more one more and more important and m- harder and harder to regulate. That's one thing I will never try to teach my <laughs> parents <Holy> about. Is <laughs> <laughs> the the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I can buy. On the miscellaneous side of things, I've definitely had to explain so many terms <laughs> to my parents. Like, and like what terms? Uh, like explaining what the dark web is. I've literally had to explain that specific one. Also, my mom asked me, she's going to Hamilton this weekend, and <laughs> she was like, well, you kind of explained to me why why Alexander Hamilton was, you know, like important. Tell her to Google it. <laughs> well, oh, well, and then, then tell her how to, to and then tell her how to Google. How to Google. <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing you know, she has an Instagram account, and, <laughs> and then we're all screwed. Oh, <laughs> and then you're getting DMs from Club Steve on Insta. Yeah, yeah. And, and honestly, guys, I'm. <laughs> I, I actually feel like I'm at the point where I'm almost at the edge of, like, being in. Like, I don't get the point of saying, like, V when it's, like, almost takes as long to say very. Like, I actually think when you say V, you have to extend the, the oh. E. I, it's not just that, but it's, like, I'm never n- new. I will never say very or yeah, V. Yeah, new apps that come out, like, it, it actually, I don't know. I'm not on the 
the early adopter side anymore. I'm no, you're already past the point of being on the cutting edge of everything. Yeah, definitely. We all are, I feel like. What's that age? Is That's it 16? <laughs> Is that when no, you're the most with it? No, I don't, Dude, I I don't know. think it's like college age. You look at like a lot of major companies and they all started targeting like the college market. Well, that's because a lot of things you have to be 18 for. True. Actually, that's kind of it is like, you know, being 18 and like at right at that college age, you're probably already doing stuff when you're like a little bit younger, like testing out new software that, you know, you probably shouldn't be and that you just click. OK, I agree. I'm 18 years yeah, old. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, face. I mean, but Facebook started out in colleges before True. they actually opened it out. You had to have an EDU password or an EDU email. Went to like Yale, Harvard, a couple of other Ivy Leagues. And Speaking of Facebook, did you know that a lot of the youths these days don't have Facebook? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they don't see the need. That's not their photo repository. No, they have. They just have Instagram. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of losing relevance. Like my, like my people younger... don't even like post a lot of stuff they're doing. They just like stay up to date on news. And it, honestly, it's it's kind of crazy how much it's actually decreased. Yeah, honestly, I was talking to people the other day, and they don't even have MySpace anymore. Gosh. I never had a MySpace. I was being sarcastic. Yep. No, nobody has a MySpace anymore, Adam. Adam, that's I, what that, we call a dry... That, that dry, dry joke, joke. Yeah. went right over my head. Boom goes the dynamite. I mean, I knew you didn't use MySpace, but I yeah, I, I thought you meant ever have one. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Did you ever have one? I did, yeah. Back when I was an early adopter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back in your prime. <laughs> Oh, boy. You peaked. Was, yeah, I was like 13. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, unless we uh, we have anything else that we want to go over. I would just like to say, Grandma, I still love you. <laughs> Nothing personal. and Not you, Dad. Fuck you for what you've done to me. <laughs> but I will, soon enough, I will be asking my kids or, you know, grandchildren. Yeah, How do I use this augmented reality thing? Yeah, I was just playing. I I love my dad, and uh, I also don't know how to use augmented reality yet. So, yep, I'm same boat, Michael. Any last words, my or any last words, Adam? Uh, just waiting for the next set of emoji texts from my grandma. Mm, emoji game on point. Gosh, that could go wrong so easily. Well, so far it's gone <laughs> right. So, <laughs> all right. that's all I got. Cool, good, cool. Good night.